This episode of Locked On Longhorns is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. On today's episode, I give you a 2023 recruiting class update for your Texas Longhorns football team. Sark announced the spring football roster. I'll tell you what stood out to me. And your Texas Longhorns baseball team finally lost a game, but they're still 11 and 1. We give them some praise. Happy Monday, Longhorn Nation. On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jonathan Davis, the voice of of University of Texas football and basketball. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Longhorns your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube for exclusive content and to put a face behind the voice of your favorite podcast. Make sure you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars. Anything less than that, I have to believe you're not listening hard enough. Y'all know how we do it on this here podcast. Let's get right into it. So right now on the list of best States with the most blue chip prospects in the country. Texas comes in at number two with 36 blue chip prospects in the state of Texas in the 2023 recruiting class. Now, blue chip prospects are going to be your five star and your four star players combined. So right now, Texas has 36 of those. Florida is number one on the list with 38 five and four star prospects in the state. The reason I brought this up. Um, as we get into the Texas Longhorns football team 2023 recruiting class is because I thought when UT was in their prime run with Mac Brown, he did a really good job of making sure that they didn't lose the top prospects in the state out of the state of Texas um, and allowing teams like, you know, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma to come in. They would get some, but the majority of top prospects in the state would come to the University of Texas. When Texas started to fall off, not only would those schools come in and pair talent away, but schools like Texas A&M, Baylor, TCU were able to do a better job of recruiting those prospects in the state and keeping them away from the 40 acres. And I thought Sark did a really good job last year with his number five recruiting class and being able to take over Texas once again and having those top prospects in the state um, like Devin Campbell and Kelvin Banks commit to the University of Texas. So we're going to give you a 2023 recruiting class update to show you where things stand right now, who's already committed to the University of Texas, and then some top 100 prospects that the University of Texas has a realistic chance to get a commitment from. So it all starts with the number one prospect in the class. We've talked about him a lot on the podcast. I won't get into it too much today. But Arch Manning, the nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning, the number one prospect in the class, number one quarterback in the class out of Louisiana, He's considering five to six schools right now, but all signs pointing to him making a decision between Alabama and Texas. He's making his third visit to the University of Texas on March 24th, looking to make a decision by the start of his senior year, I'm hearing. So hopefully Texas gets that commitment and lands the number one prospect 
in the class and the potential quarterback of the future in Arch Manning. So moving on to the next prospect on the list, the number 18 overall prospect, number one running back in this class, number two prospect in the state of Texas out of El Campo, Ruben Owens. In his junior year of high school, he had 2,989 rushing yards and 46 touchdowns, averaging almost 11 yards per carry. So he's a really explosive running back, has the power, um, speed, uh, really good at, at identifying gaps and, and taking balls to the house. So uh, just a really explosive player. He originally committed to Texas last year, then decommitted, but all signs point to him officially signing a letter of intent and coming to play football at the University of Texas and continuing um, that great pedigree of running backs at the 40 Acres. 24-7 sports gives Texas right now a 92% chance to land his commitment. Oklahoma has the other 8%. So all signs point to him putting on that burnt orange and white after next season. The next one is where it gets really interesting. The number 32 overall prospect, number one linebacker, the third best prospect in the state of Texas out of Denton, Anthony Hill, who would be a perfect fit as an off-ball linebacker in Pete Kukowski's defense. He can do a little bit of everything. 24-7 uh, Sports describes him as uh, describes him as athletic, physical, a violent off-ball linebacker who occasionally steps to the line of scrimmage. Long-term positional home is in question, but his ability is not. A thumper versus the run with chase-down athleticism from the backside, capable of consistent sideline-to-sideline -side pursuit with proven blitzing ability. So somebody that Pete Kukowski and Gary Patterson can do a lot with. And I think when you look at the linebacker position right now and the future of the linebacker position at the University of Texas, that is probably the unit that is in the most in doubt, the unit where you're looking and saying, okay, where are we going to go next? If you get a prospect like Anthony Hill out of Texas, the number one linebacker in the nation, who once again can do a little bit of everything. If you look at his stats last year, he had 131 total tackles, 18 tackles for loss, eight sacks, three pass breakups, two forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, two interceptions, and two defensive touchdowns. And so he's only going to get better his senior year. And this is just a prospect, once again, that could come in and, and really solidify your linebacker spot and be one of the best players in the nation. So he's considering Alabama, Miami, Oklahoma, USC, and Texas A&M in addition to the Longhorns. Um, one advantage that the Longhorns do have is that he has a really good relationship with uh, some of the coaches already as he's made a visit to the University of Texas and Jatavian Sanders, one of the tight ends on this team, went to high school with Anthony Hill. So I think Texas has a really good chance to land his recruitment, especially if they continue to make strides on the defensive end this year. And that's definitely your, your linebacker of the future. You know, your next agent zero, um, per se, Anthony Hill. You know, he's going to come in and be one of the best players on that defense as he's already one of the best prospects in the nation right now. Moving on to number 34 overall prospect, the number four wide receiver and the number four prospect in the state of Texas out of Houston is Jaquez Petaway. Now, um, I really like him. He can line up inside and outside. He's very efficient at the top of his routes with no wasted movement, gets right into his cuts and is able to separate um, really effectively from DBs. He has elite run after the catch ability. A lot of times they would just throw him screens and, and let him break tackles and let him get down the field. And most of the time he took those plays to the house. And, um, you know, that elite run after the catch ability kind of translates to him being a punt returner 
and a kick returner. And so what I saw on film is he always makes the first defender miss, and he would be a great playmaker in Sark's system that can come in and you get him the ball in so many different ways on the short to intermediate routes, especially behind the line of scrimmage. Like I said, he caught a lot of screens in high school and, and just took those the distance, but he runs really good deep routes as well. So, so many ways to utilize him. Um, right now, it looks like he's looking between Florida, LSU, Texas, and Texas A&M. But a really explosive playmaker, once again, the number 34 overall prospect, Jaquez Petaway, could come in and be that wide receiver of the future and even um, could play next to Xavier Worthy uh, in his time at the 40 acres if they're able to land his commitment. Moving on, the number 41 overall prospect, the number five cornerback, number six in the state of Texas out of Arlington, Javian Toviano. Now, all signs point to Texas landing his commitment. The 24-7 sports crystal ball has Texas at 100% right now. Um, so that's really good. Really fluid in his back pedal. Um, he's able to keep his body square with the ability to plant and go once the receiver has declared in his break. He's really good in press coverage where he doesn't panic and he shows patience. Able to mirror the receiver with good eye placement and leverage. When the ball is in the air, he reacts well to the receiver and attacks their hands to make a play. Also shows really good instincts in off coverage and zone coverage as well. Now, he'll be visiting Texas again on April 2nd. But once again, all signs point to the University of Texas landing his recruitment and continuing to shore up that defensive backfield, which was not a strong suit last season. Number 79 in the country, the 10th ranked offensive tackle in the class, 17th in the state out of Texas, out of Arlington. A number, another really interesting prospect, Isaiah Robinson. So he is 6'8", 280, and he has so much growth and ability left in his game. And so he's a raw prospect right now, um, and you could teach you know, somebody to be a better offensive lineman, but you can't teach 6'8", 280. So just a, a big boy. Um, a power five starter um, eventually is what they're saying his ceiling can be in an all-year, multi-year all-conference performer. Um, excuse me. He's considering Miami, Texas, and USC. Those seem to be his three top schools. So just a huge, uh, a really big player, once again, 6'8", 280, who could come in and eventually play on that other tackle spot outside of Kelvin Banks. Um, and so he's he's leaning towards Texas as one of being one of his top three schools and I think if you continue to fortify Kyle Flood, continue to fortify that offensive line, um, Isaiah Robinson would be a big reason for that 6'8", 280. You come in and, and just clear lanes uh, for those running backs and, and make sure nobody gets even near uh, Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning, or Malik Murphy. All right, so coming up next on the list, number 83 in the country, the ninth-ranked athlete, 18th in the state of Texas, out of Shiner, Texas, Dalton Brooks. Uh, played on both sides. He's dominant as a running back and a defensive back, but he projects as a safety in the college ranks. Um, and so right now, Texas is amongst his top five schools. Once again, Dalton Brooks. His brother is Jonathan Brooks, who is on the Texas football team, a running back. Um, but number ninth ranked athlete, 83rd in the country, considering Texas as one of his top five schools. Could be a safety of the future next to Brian Allen Jr. out of Alito. And then number 100 in the country, the fifth best interior offensive lineman. This is by Justice Finkley from this year's class. Now, he's of course, he's not underrated. He's 100th in the country. But a player that I don't think uh, a lot of people will be talking about when we look at this recruiting class, if he ultimately signs to Texas, but will have one of the biggest impacts from 
this year's class. So a really talented interior offensive lineman who I think is one of the more underrated players in this class. I think if you put him and Devin Campbell next to each other for a couple of years, they will be a force for years to come for Kyle Flood and that offensive line at the University of Texas. So Harris Sewell out of Odessa, Texas, number 100 in the country, the fifth best interior offensive lineman. If he comes to the University of Texas, that would be one of the best recruits they bring in in this class, regardless of who's ranked ahead of him. I'm calling it right now. And then for one player who has already signed, the one commit that Texas already has is Jamil Johnson. He primarily played corner in high school, but he projects as a safety in college. Um, and so he's a really good player, like 150th, somewhere around that range in the country. And of course, they're looking to build on that and add more prospects as the year continues to go on. But Jamel Johnson is a really good player as well, who will come in and make a lot of plays for the Texas Longhorns at the 40 acres on this defense. Coming up next, Sark announces his spring roster. I'll tell you what stood out to me. But first, a word from our sponsors. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. March Madness is only a few weeks away. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, RunYourPool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. All right. So Sark announced his spring roster ahead of the spring practices, which start on March 22nd of this month. So some quick highlights on what I thought, what stood out to me from the spring roster. So the first thing was DeMarvian Overshawn is listed as 221 pounds, which is lower than he was last year. I thought the key uh, was for him to beef up a little bit more and show uh, a better proficiency in, in stopping up the run, you know, and just beefing up at size 221 pounds is still a little low for a linebacker. And so I'm not saying that he won't have a better year or he won't be able to do that, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what his weight is going into the season and how that affects him and his ability uh, to, to get in the trenches and stop the run next year. 
Jatavian Sanders, who I think by the end of the year will get the majority of the targets at the tight end position. I know people like Jaleel Billingsley, um, but Jatavian Sanders is a freak. He is down from 255 pounds to 248. And so I think he'll be even more explosive next year. Look for him to be the starting tight end once again by the end of the season and a player that could be an early round draft pick in the NFL. He's that freaky talented. My pet kind of of the 2022 recruiting class, Justice Finkley, he's listed at 6'2", 260 already. I've said he's going to come in as a rotational pass rusher on obvious passing downs and third downs. Um, but just seeing that he's beefed up to 260 already, I think he makes an immediate impact this year. And of course, as an early enrollee, Malik Murphy is 6'5", with a cannon, has really, really good size. And that can set up for a very interesting battle down the road between him and hopefully um, Arch Manning. So Malik Murphy is just huge. And, and he's got probably the, the best arm, uh, the strongest arm at the University of Texas right now. Ryan Watts, so the transfer from Ohio State at cornerback, is listed as 6'3", 210 pounds. So he's huge uh, for a corner, definitely a, a bigger physical corner. Now, he might struggle with smaller, shiftier receivers, probably have to play primarily on the outside. But he should be able to lock down bigger pass catchers. And even at times, if you need to, I could probably put him on a linebacker with that size. Once again, 6'3", 210 pounds. Ryan Watts, the transfer from Ohio State. Jalen Ford is listed at 228 pounds. Luke Brockermeyer is listed at 213 pounds. And so I think specifically Jalen Ford and, and Agent Zero are going to be the two linebackers you see on the field the most this year. Um, but while they bring a lot of speed and playmaking, uh, our defensive line definitely is going to have to be key and consistently winning in the trenches and making sure that offensive linemen do not get to that second level and eat up our, our smaller linebackers. So they're going to have to be able to play in space and, and roam around once again, because they're just so small at 228 and 221 pounds. You're going against 300 pound offensive linemen. If they're able to get to the second level, um, you're going to see that Russia defense, which was 111th ranked in the country. There won't be much of a difference this year. So this is just a funny one. Our punter weighs 219 pounds, two pounds less than DeMarvian Overshine, Agent Zero. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Jake Majors, 6'3", 313 pounds, big boy, really going to need a big year out of him for an improved O-line. So O-line. So um, I know people have said, well, we brought in seven offensive linemen in this class. The offensive linemen or the offensive line is going to be much beefed up, much improved. Well, only one out of those seven offensive linemen commits is enrolled early. And so I think Sark will probably lean on experience earlier in the season rather than just trotting out uh, a bunch of, you know, true freshmen that didn't even get to participate in spring ball. And so Jake Majors is going to have to be a big reason that this offensive line improves next year, as well as whoever are the four starters around him. Keandre Coburn is listed at 340 pounds. Um, that's just a big man. You know, you see, I saw you got the NIL deal with Hooters. Uh, but 340 pounds, that stuck out to me. That's, that's really big. And then, of course, Quinn Ewers, your starting quarterback for the Longhorns this year, I hope. I'm beating, you know, the table for it. We'll be wearing number three with that signature mullet. So those are the things that stood out to me on Sark's spring roster heading into the first spring practice once again on Tuesday, March 22nd. I'm super excited to see what comes out of these practices and ultimately what happens in the orange and white game next month in April. Coming up next, your Texas Longhorns baseball team did lose a game, but they're still 11-1, and one, still 
the best team in the country, and we give them some praise here on Locked On Longhorns. Man, do I love March Madness, and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Single Game Pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more. Often, why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. They simply post sets of players for you to take on a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sport action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Hungry? Try Built Bar especially the Puffs. If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallow-y, and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time go to build.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15 off your order use promo code locked 15 for 15 off at build.com all right really quick update on your texas longhorns baseball team they came down to houston over the weekend for the shriners classic which included other schools like oklahoma baylor tennessee lsu ucla and texas and they started off 2-0 in the Shriners Classic on Friday and Saturday nights, beating uh, Tennessee and LSU um, really handily. We saw Tristan Stevens, who's just been amazing this year, is now 3-0, still has not allowed a run on Saturday against LSU, was dominant um, in six innings. But the Texas baseball team ultimately fell to UCLA yesterday. I was at that game. Of course, the one game I go to is their first loss of the season. And they just couldn't get anything going offensively. Tanner Witt was scratched from his start. They said it was more precautionary than anything. So I think he'll be able to come back and make his next scheduled start. Um, but they fell to a UCLA team that was hot and scored 13 runs the day before. And I just thought they jumped on the pitching early, uh, made some really good base running decisions. When they had runners in scoring position, were able to bring them in via the sack fly or just timely base hits. Um, and the Texas offense couldn't get anything going outside of a Hispanic Titanic home run. Uh, which was a pleasure to see in Minute Maid in Houston. And so they're going to bounce back. Uh, once again, this is still the best team in the country, still uh, the, the best roster, best pitching staff from top 
to bottom. They weren't going to go undefeated this year. They're still the number one team in the country. And, you know, I just got to give them some praise. You know, once again, I know that we were kind of the, the way they were dominating everybody. We thought this team would never lose. And we knew when they lost, it was going to hurt. But once again, this is the best team in college baseball, still the favorites to end up in Omaha and win the College World Series. And once again, they'll bounce back. They play at Texas State on Tuesday and they should be able uh, to, to get a win there. So thank you all for tuning in to Locked on Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For my audio listeners, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube for exclusive content and to put a face behind the voice of your favorite podcast. And, of course, make sure you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars, anything less than that. I have to believe you're not listening hard enough. Thank you, Longhorn Nation. Peace.